Chapter fourteen of the Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life by George Herbert. Chapter fourteen The Parson in Circuit the country parson upon the afternoons in the weekdays takes occasion sometimes to visit in person now one quarter of his parish now another for there he shall find his flock most naturally as they are wallowing in the midst of their affairs whereas on sundays it is easy for them to compose themselves to order which they put on as their holiday clothes and come to church in frame but commonly the next day put off both when he comes to any house first he blesseth it and then as he finds the persons of the house employed so he forms his discourse those that he finds religiously employed he both commends them much and furthers them when he is gone in their employment as if he finds them reading he furnisheth them with good books if curing poor people he supplies them with receipts and instructs them further in that skill shewing them how acceptable such works are to god and wishing them ever to do the cures with their own hands and not to put them over to servants those that he finds busy in the works of their calling he commendeth them also for if is a good and just thing for every one to do their own business but then he admonisheth them of two things first that they dive not too deep into worldly affairs plunging themselves overhead and ears into carking and caring but that they so labour as neither to labour anxiously nor distrustfully nor profanely then they labour anxiously when they overdo it to the loss of their quiet and health then distrustfully when they doubt god's providence thinking that their own labour is the cause of their thriving as if it were in their own hands to thrive or not to thrive then they labour profanely when they set themselves to work like brute beasts never raising their thoughts to god nor sanctifying their labour with daily prayer when on the lord's day they do unnecessary servile work or in time of divine service on other holy days except in the cases of extreme poverty and in the seasons of seed-time and harvest secondly he adviseth them so to labour for wealth and maintenance as that they make not that the end of their labour but that they may have wherewithal to serve god the better and do good deeds after these discourses if they be poor and needy whom he thus finds labouring he gives them somewhat and opens not only his mouth but his purse to their relief that so they go on more cheerfully in their vocation and himself be ever the more welcome to them those that the parson finds idle or ill-employed he chides not at first for that were neither civil nor profitable but always in the close before he departs from them yet in this he distinguisheth for if he be a plain countryman he reproves him plainly for they are not sensible of fineness if they be of higher quality they commonly are quick and sensible and very tender of reproof and therefore he lays his discourse so that he comes to the point very leisurely and oftentimes as nathan did 
in the person of another making them to reprove themselves however one way or other he ever reproves them that he may keep himself pure and not be entangled in others sins neither in this doth he forbear though there be company by for as when the offence is particular and against me i am to follow our saviour's rule and to take my brother aside and reprove him so when the offence is public and against god i am then to follow the apostle's rule first timothy verse twenty and to rebuke openly that which is done openly besides these occasional discourses the parson questions what order is kept in the house as about prayers morning and evening on their knees reading of scripture catechizing singing of psalms at their work and on holidays who can read who not and sometimes he hears the children read himself and blesseth them encouraging also the servants to learn to read and offering to have them taught on holidays by his servants if the parson were ashamed of particularizing in these things he were not fit to be a parson but he holds the rule that nothing is little in god's service if it once have the honor of that name it grows great instantly wherefore neither disdaineth he to enter into the poorest cottage though he even creep into it and though it smell never so loathsomely for both god is there also and those for whom god died and so much the rather doth he so as his access to the poor is more comfortable than to the rich and in regard of himself it is more humiliation these are the parson's general aims in his circuit but with these he mingles other discourses for conversation's sake and to make his higher purposes slip the more easily end of chapter fourteen